2: What is up, guys, and welcome to the now second episode of Bizarre Inquiries, your one, your only question show for the most bizarre inquiries you guys could possibly imagine. I am, as usual, the one, the only Shane.
3: And I'm still just Oren, and thank you guys for uh, putting up with our stupid bullshit here on the most bizarre show on Patreon.
2: (laughs) Hey man, we have fun with it. That's supposed to be the premise of this show, is that we kind of hop back and forth. Some might be serious, some might be uh, goofy, but hey man, that's the fun of it, and you never know what you might get into. And uh, for all those listeners out there that checked out the first episode last week on uh, YouTube and on our normal feed, um, the premise of the show basically is essentially that we're going to answer some what if questions and kind of just let it side tangent into what it goes into. We may not always stick on track with the exact question from the start by the end, but we're going to use those as our starting point to open up a chain of discussion, getting into whatever we might happen to get into. But essentially, uh, what we're trying to do is that the uh, best episode of the month is going to get uploaded onto YouTube and onto uh, the regular podcast feeds. Um, But other than that, Uh, All the episodes will be on the Patreon, so if you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll get uh, four to five, depending on how many weeks are in the month, uh, episodes of Bizarre Inquiries. And if you're just a regular listener on the normal feeds, then you'll get one episode a month of it. Uh, One thing that I want to do in the future, though, is once we get a bunch of these kind of collaborated together, maybe at like the end of the year or something, um, I'll take some of the best episodes, kind of splice them all together, maybe the best moments, and do like a highlight reel of some of the best discussions we've done, but we have a lot of... In things that we want to do as far as this goes for us being for it being our sideshow, it's not just going to be like a full like little kind of kickoff sideshow. Like we have a lot of expanding ideas that we want to do with this. And uh, as far as another expanded idea we want to do, I'm going to advertise it because it's, we're slowly reaching uh, March. So, Orin, you want to tell them a little bit about what we're going to be doing for the show in March?
3: Yeah, we talked about this a little bit in the first episode, so I'm just going to kind of breeze through it. But uh, we're going to do like a cryptid March Madness bracket, and uh, you guys can suggest. Cryptids, and we're going to pit them against each other in like this royal rumble of cryptids. And we're going to see who comes out on top. And uh, for the winning cryptid, uh, there might be prizes involved for uh, one lucky listener who suggests that cryptid. So uh, definitely. Stay tuned for that, and um,
2: yeah, that'll be coming up here in a couple months. So we're going to end up discussing our own views on what we think will happen, but essentially I'm going to run it through a simulator to see who would win theoretically, and then at the end we're going to have the bracket, and whatever camp you guys want to be in, you guys can pick your camps. Just when we get to that point, let us know what camp that you're in. Uh, And then whatever the winning cryptid is, uh, we're going to do a random number generator, and whoever picked that camp the number one winner of that will win an exclusive prize, which will most likely be a t-shirt and some type of like Patriot or some kind of pack, you know, we'll, we'll include like some stickers, maybe some figures t-shirt. Uh, we'll make, we'll do some cool prizes. Maybe I'll do something specific for it and be like cryptid March madness winner or something and include the creatures in it. Maybe I'll make it a specific design. I'll, I'll figure it out as we get a little bit closer, but I'll do something really cool for you guys. But, uh, jumping into today's question. Today's question comes from uh, Patrick Jorgensen on our Discord, who I actually recently did an episode of Bizarre Encounters with, which will be dropping in a few weeks, or not Bizarre Encounters, uh, Increase of Our Reality with in a few or in a few weeks, if you guys want to go and check that out. But uh, his question is, what if we have a fully transparent archaeological investigation into what lies under and on the Arctic continent? So considering that I read the question, Oren, take it away first, and then we'll bounce back and forth, man.
3: All right, so I think, you know, just like our first episode last week, I think this is a really great question. I think, uh, you know, a lot of places you can go with this one. Um, I'm just going to kind of maybe throw out some broad thoughts and we can dig into whatever you want to deeper. But, you know, we talked a little bit, just touched on it briefly in our... um, hopkinsville goblins episode about these ideas like hollow earth and i think you know this whole antarctica thing you know gets back to admiral bird operation high jump i'm sure uh, all of our listeners are at least kind of familiar with all that sort of thing like um you know hollow earth antarctica is an entrance theoretically to the hollow earth and then you know we could even talk about you know nazi bases in antarctica and all that and uh you know don't cancel us this is not necessarily a theory i uh subscribe to but i mean you can also go like flat earth type thoughts with the whole the thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean i think there's a lot of jumping off points that we could go a lot of different directions so uh, that was just kind of some of the things that popped into my head when i saw this question so uh, i don't know about you shane but uh yeah that's kind of just right off the bat where i went with it you know Seems like there's enough smoke that there might be some sort of weirdness fire in Antarctica, and that's why we can't actually go there. We can't research
2: it, and you know all this list of things might be some of the reasons why. I mean, digging back into like the whole Nazis concept, man. Obviously, everybody knows the the Nazis were super duper into the occult. They're going around looking for like you know a bunch of stuff that from biblical text, uh, a bunch of different weird anomalous objects. So, I mean, there has to be a reason why they were trying to go into the Arctic for that reason. Like, I, I would assume more than anything it was for some type of occult reason. Like, even if it was from old books, like, I feel like they knew that something was there and it was a matter of trying to find it. And, I mean, obviously we had, like, the Ice Age and everything, so it's like... We don't necessarily know for sure when the Arctic could have been frozen. Like we have our theories on it, but we don't know for sure. I mean, there could have been a full solid landmass with fully advanced civilizations living there at one point that, you know, some of these government officials may be fully aware of. Um, I mean, on the other side of it too, there could be some very dangerous stuff there, which is partly why they try to keep it under wraps. But I mean, on the side of that too, if there's anything dangerous, assumably, you know, how governments work, they're going to try to manipulate it and use it as a weapon more so than anything. But on the other side of it, too, you know, there's sightings of there being supposed like pyramids there, too. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like what could have been the purpose of the pyramids? Like nobody really knows for sure. Um, I mean, some people theorize that they were tombs, which I don't really fall into that camp. Uh, Some people theorize they could have been some type of energy source. Uh, One theory that I've thrown because they seem to be in these really weird remote regions, like obviously Egypt, super hot. Uncomfortable for the most part to most people, pretty unlivable because it's like a desert region. But of course, during Egyptian times, they say that it was luscious and green. Um, You also find pyramids in like Alaska, supposedly, and the pyramids in in the Antarctic. So, I mean, like, could these pyramids have theoretically been some type of like terraforming device that made it so these areas were more inhabitable? Um, Maybe that's the matter of what it is. Maybe they somehow found a way to activate one of these pyramids and it's in the middle of the Arctic. And that's why when you look it up on Google Maps, there's like this weird circle And when researchers go there, they kind of stay to the outside, and the people that are rich enough to actually go to the Arctic to, like, get a tour and check it out, they keep them around the outside of the island. They keep them around the outside. They don't, like, bring people into the middle. So, like, anything weird happening has got to be in the middle.
3: Yeah, you can't, like, go to the Arctic. You can, like, see it, kind of, and, yeah, you know, there's like, what is like, one official, quote-unquote, like, research facility, but... I mean, you literally can't go. Like, it's not allowed. Like, you can't, even if theoretically you could do it, like, hop a boat and just go to the Arctic, you can't do it. So, I mean, there's a lot of inhospitable places that we can go and explore. Why are they so hell bent
2: on keeping people out of this area? You know? I mean, they've never been concerned with people's safety, so that can't theoretically be yeah. the reason for it. But I mean, all over the internet, dude, you see these videos. Um, And again, I mean, it's the internet. You never really know for sure. I've never been to the, been to the Arctic, but when people get close, supposedly in boats, they supposedly are met by battleships that basically tell them to turn around So that's another theoretical thing that could be like, all right, so what is actually in the Arctic that they're so concerned with everybody like not even being able to get close to this thing? Like you can't even fly over it either. So it's like something weird about that center of it. And then you get into the whole like Admiral Byrd concept. And Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people have different views on that. But, you know, supposedly he was seen like like, force in the middle of it
3: believe it i mean it's at least fun to think about and fun to talk about like you know i know a lot of this stuff is really controversial but i mean the whole hollow earth thing i think is a lot of fun to just kick around you know like i mean and even taking a lot of the stigma off of it if we don't call it like a hole in the earth and you're going inside the earth what if it's just a portal you know Mm -hmm. and maybe that's why you can't fly over it maybe that's why the nazis wanted to go there you know supposedly they showed up in brazil or wherever they ended up uh, i mean and we know they had the bell and technology like that that we still don't really quite fucking understand today so maybe you know they just figured out this portal technology
2: back in the 40s who knows see what happened was when hitler disappeared you know, he was like, all right, let's, let's just throw stuff in this portal to see what happens. And then when he was finally at that point where they were coming for him, he's like, I'm just going to go through and see what happens. <laughs> he was never heard from again. And who knows, man? <laughs> well, and I've got some
3: notes on this, just like in my random, you know, miscellaneous notes, word document, but I'm pretty sure that Admiral Byrd, Operation High Jump. Didn't that happen in 1947? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. It was yeah. it was so back 47, around... 47, uh, big year. Yeah, everybody knows Roswell. A lot of weird shit going on in 47. So, I mean, there's, again, a lot of smoke here. And to answer the question directly, which I, I don't know if I've even attempted to do, I don't think we're ever going to have a, you know, full-on architectural or whatever investigation of Antarctica because... Obviously, they don't want people there. Why they don't want people there, who knows? But, I mean, there's obviously something that they don't want me or you running across, you know?
2: I mean, even theoretically, if the entire continent is completely frozen, solid ice, I mean, who's to say that there may not have been an advanced civilization that had lived there at one time And maybe theoretically, there is a lot of research done on it. And again, coming from a little bit less of a conspiratorial view of things, you know, what if there is an advanced civilization that they know about was there or just, just a civilization in general, but maybe it predates a lot of the history that we're aware of. So rather than the whole fact of like they're trying to hide portals they're trying to hide advanced technology, all this, it's more so that they just know that there was a civilization there that predates everything and it essentially would rewrite the history books. So it's more so yeah, that they're trying to hide that so that they, you know, the whole idea of history isn't complete
0: say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off.
1: Every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Flee shattered in people's minds as far as like what they can and can't trust with history.
3: Like Graham Hancock type ideas.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I mean like, Uh, the the whole pyramid concept, you know, you dig into like pyramids and I mean, they don't, don't seem to necessarily be Egyptian specifically, but then there's that whole conspiracy based around, you know, that person that found a cave that had a bunch of Egyptian artifacts in it, in the grand Canyon. Um, there's some stuff that's, very kind of Egyptian-esque, like, around the world. So, I mean, like, what if Egyptian culture in general, because we don't, again, know, like, how far that predates, was a lot more advanced than we realize. And what if they had, like, multiple, like, colonies or, like, outposts all over the world and... And again, that kind of would like kind of shatter the paradigm as far as like how long man has been around if, you know, essentially the Egyptians were colonizing all over the world. Because, I mean, that could even explain the whole idea of how they were able to move the pyramid blocks if they were able to travel to these far remote regions at the time uh, that they were around. You know what I mean? Like it just it takes away that whole idea of like how people were able to transverse areas and travel and especially like develop a civilization in a place that far away from like where their base civilization is set up at.
3: Or, you know, the other side of that coin is what if this other faction, intelligence, entities, whatever you want to call it, like you said, we're basically just setting up outposts and maybe Egypt is just one of those, you know, and maybe they did another one in Antarctica. So I I think you could go either way with that one, you know?
2: what if the base of their culture is actually from Antarctica and it's not even from Egypt and that's like a satellite culture, (laughs)
3: But, you know, again, just throwing out the idea of Hollow Earth, that when we're talking about Hollow Earth, we're pretty much talking about kind of John Keel ultra-terrestrial type concepts at that point. So, what if these are theoretically interdimensional or time-traveling beings or something like that? And so, yeah, they are just setting up these basically franchises all across the globe, you know, and here's one in. Antarctica, here's one in Egypt, here's one in, you know, Mexico, where the those pyramids are. Who knows?
2: Have you uh, done any research? I don't know the exact specific name for them, but I've heard of a couple different, like, military reports of these things. These, like, crawler, like, bug-looking things that supposedly are seen in the Arctic. Have you heard anything about those? I don't think so. So, they describe these things as being, like, these big, like, eight-legged spider-like weird beings, but they say that they only come out at night. So like, again, could be just some complete internet hoax thing. But on the other side of it though, you know, what if there's these, these species of things that exist there that are, are these like weird bug-like things. And it's more so that they're trying to cover those up from people because they're trying to understand them before they get released to the public in the concept of like how a species can comfortably live in the Arctic, you know, and especially only theoretically be seen at night. But again, could be an internet thing, but I've heard like horror stories about like the military saying, Oh, in the Arctic, you don't go out at night because these creatures come out and they've supposedly taken out like full squads of people and all this. But I mean, that could play a key role in that because that could, there's two sides of that coin. There's the whole aspect that those are the only things that are able Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
3: Oh no, I was going to say, if I can just jump in real quick, how is that any harder to believe than some of the weird shit and weird creatures that are like in the depths of the ocean? Yeah. You know, so,
2: I mean, that doesn't even seem that out there to me, but anyway, continue. Well, I mean, yeah, like I was saying, like it's either one, the fact that they want to figure out how these species are able to live in that region so that they could possibly do some research as to like making a more comfortable way for like humans to possibly be able possibly be able to research that area. Or on the other side of it, you look at it like this, if there is some type of advanced civilization that could theoretically still be living there, they could be like the watchdogs for that civilization, you know, keep everybody away from them. It's almost like a, like a second Atlantis that's been able to remain a a mystery that nobody's talked about, you know? And like the best way to preserve your secret is to have stuff that chases people away from where your civilization is hidden in the first place. Cause like you get into, um, like I know it's like the Disney movie, but the whole concept behind like the, um the Leviathan with, like, the Atlantis, um, Disney movie, you know? Like, assume if you're going to have some type of advanced civilization culture, you'd have to have some type of watchdog that protects your gates, you know?
3: Well, and I think I've even come across in just my little bit of research, you know, people wildly theorizing that maybe Atlantis theoretically is in the Hollow Earth. Like, I'm pretty sure I've come across that at some point. So, um...
2: I mean, with yeah. the concentric uh, circles. I mean, was it Plato? I'm trying to remember the time. I think it was Plato, right? That was writing about Egypt, or, or not about Egypt, atla- about uh, Atlantis. And he uh, was I'm writing sure, it the in top of my head. That sounds right. Well, oh, I know. I know it was a Greek philosopher that went there and assumably mm-hmm. he was writing it in a different language. And we talk about this regularly on bizarre encounters, the whole concept of like stuff, not necessarily being translated correctly through language. So everybody's looking for well, Atlantis. What, does,
3: what could these things mean in like real world terms, you know?
2: Exactly. So, I mean like everybody's looking for Atlantis with these like specific, like these circles, this type of animal, this type of soil, this type of stuff when, you know, it could be a little bit different and it's just been misconstrued through language through the years you know
3: yeah no totally i mean kind of bringing it all back around i don't think obviously there's something there it could be something as innocuous as there's these weird creatures that they don't know how they can survive here you know it could be something mundane like that or it could be something completely outlandish but that's why I think this is a cool question to kind of shoot back and forth because there's so many ways you can go with this and uh, you know again I I don't think we're ever going to have a you know full-scale investigation of this because they don't want us there
2: (laughs) just just to throw in another weird possible possibility so you get into the whole like elite concept right and if there is theoretically like some type of landmass that exists in the middle of the Arctic, that's full of luscious trees and it's actually like livable and habitable. If you were an elite of the world, if you were like the government, you know, if you had a specific area where you could almost form like a breakaway society, you know, that could be like their plan B and why they it so much is because all these government officials go to the Arctic. Right? So it's like, it's regularly trafficked by government officials. So like, what if it's because there's some like plan B area that if all hell breaks loose in the world, they're all just going to disappear down there. And if anybody knows about it, then they, then people are going to come and they're going to try to attack them. But if they pretend like it's just a solid ice all the way across, nothing habitable, you're just going to die. If you go there, then if all the elites break away and try to go there, nobody else would try to follow them there because they would just assume it's a giant solid chunk of ice and that they're just going to die. If they go there anyways,
0: well,
3: that kind of gets back to the whole Nazi idea and submarines and all that. And something I came across in my little bit of research into this was, um, it, I, and I can't remember where I saw it, but like these elites, like a shocking number of them have submarine license, which is like a really weird thing. Like, of course, like James Cameron has a submarine license cause he's, and they you know, all own houses Titanic. on the coast it's it's their quick escape man (laughs) they got their subs on the coast (laughs) yeah a ton of rich and powerful quote-unquote people have submarine licenses which is weird
2: and they're in florida that's the other weird part to think about that's like the closest spot in the u.s that you could get to be able to just take off to the arctic if shit hit the fan you know (laughs) hey who knows
3: but uh no i Didn't even think about that until you kind of got going down that rabbit
2: hole, but that's a good one. I feel like we're onto something with that one. That might be something to keep digging into in the future. We got to keep seeing how many different people traffic this area and how many people that traffic this area own coastline homes and how many of those coastline homes could theoretically have personal subs attached and even expanding out of that. You get into the whole Ocean Gate concept about these like little personal subs. Maybe why people were so invested in that is because all these elites want to be able to own a personalized, like a little personal sub that isn't like some giant sub that you need like a whole team to operate. So they're purposely trying to push and advance that technology and hope that it works because all of them eventually want to be able to have one of these things in their house so that they could just take off if they needed to, you know? <laughs>
3: Well, and this might be jumping the shark a little bit, but um, there's a lot of conspiracy theories too, with like the whole recent, um, you know, the people who went down in the little sub to the Titanic. Um, our buddy Kevin from Where the Weird Ones Are, um, you know, we've both done episodes of his Conspiracy Tuesday podcast, and the one that me and Jenny were on, we talked about that a little bit. So definitely go check that episode out. But um this whole idea of like elites and submarines and all that
2: hey we're figuring this out in real time together but uh there might be something to that just got to keep digging into it man like i said i feel like that's a good rabbit hole to go down if this episode gets removed we know we're onto something
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, if we disappear yeah
2: but anyway come looking for so us I, we are not <laughs> suicidal i tell you my friends <laughs> but no i think that's about all i got on this one if uh you don't have anything else, Shane? No, I think we. Should, uh, that's about about point where we can wrap this one up, and uh, till the next time we can jump onto another bizarre inquiry. And for anybody that may have a bizarre inquiry, Warren, tell them what they can do with that.
3: You guys know the drill. Do the internet things. Hit us up. You know, we got social medias. We got the facebooks. We got the instagrams. We got the discords. We got all the things. Submit your questions. We'll be glad to talk about it here on the show. Uh, And, you know, anything else you want us to talk about, just get up with us somehow or not.
2: Either way. (laughs) And, of course, we will uh, give you a big shout out if we use your question. And at this point, I mean, why not? We'll, We'll discuss almost anybody's question, even if we have some that might be smaller questions to discuss. We can always, you know, do a collab episode where we hop into discussing like two two questions on an episode or something. We can kinda of figure it I out depending on the give questions us you guys some Goofy
3: give. ones too. I mean, we don't have to have hard hitters every week, so
2: I mean goofy ones, man. We're gonna be doing like a whole fight club scene with uh the cryptid. So you know, we're gonna get uh, crazy that, with this. That's so that's not
3: goofy. That's not goofy. <laughs>
2: Well, we're gonna we're gonna get in some goofy fights. I guarantee it. That's now. not like politics slop. That's serious business. <laughs> what would happen if Mothman fought Sasquatch? That that is the important questions that we need to know the answers to. Uh, tune in in March, and you guys are gonna find out. <laughs> and with that, all of you guys, don't forget, like I tell you on, on Bizarre Encounters, to always stay bizarre and come at us with those bizarre inquiries.